Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online women's mental and emotional wellness coach, educator, and mental health advocate. My mission is to create and embrace a new norm of processing emotions and healing trauma. This will allow us to collectively shed the shame, guilt, and stigmas around mental health, emotional well-being, and self-care. It's long overdue for society to empower women to shamelessly focus on their own health and wellness so they can self-heal and, in turn, model that healing in their relationships and especially for their children. This podcast is a place for inspiration, education, and tools on how to confidently break the societal patterns that keep us stuck, unhappy, and unfulfilled in life. It's time to start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of. Together, we can do this one episode at a time. So without further ado, let's dive right in and shed the shame. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to drop this quick announcement for you to let you know that the Confidently Clear and Connected community is open. This membership is going to help you get unstuck, feel fulfilled, happy, and secure. I created this group to take stuck, lost, and frustrated women by the hand and walk them back home to their most confident and resilient selves. If you're ready to feel empowered, if you don't want to hold back from taking action, if you want to deeply understand yourself and areas where you could use improvement, if you'd like to feel aligned with yourself and your life and start unapologetically communicating your needs, then the Confidently Clear and Connected community is for you. The CCCC is a monthly membership for women that provides a safe, welcoming group that will walk alongside you on your journey back to yourself with guidance, support, and motivation to start doing what it takes to live your best life. I'll teach you how to get unstuck and get clear on where you're going in life and also to heal from the things that have been holding you back. If this interests you, then please visit my website, www.jenwhitenswellness.com and you can check out all the information that's there. If you'd like clarification on anything or have any questions, please feel free to email me at jen at jenwhitenswellness.com or hit me up in the DMs on any social media channel. Hope to see you inside. All right, here we go. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. We are going to dive today into how to tap into your inner greatness and create confidence because it sucks when you don't have confidence, right? You're feeling down. You don't feel stable. You feel, well, not confident. If you're listening, I have, I have a friend on, on this recording right now. And before I hit the record button, like it was kind of a shit show. So hang on, hang on for the ride. I might be fumbling my way through this entire thing, but Hey, it's all for your entertainment. I I'm happy to uh, oblige. So, uh, see, you don't need to be perfect to like put yourself out there and like confidence doesn't confidence, honestly, like, Oh, this isn't in my notes, but it's all bullshit, man. It's all in your head. It's all bullshit. Confidence isn't even a thing. It's just a lack of fear is all it is there. That's it. And end of, end of the episode, end of the training. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh, okay. So here's what, what's going to happen here. 
what I do have in my notes is there's four things that I'm going to go over. Each four of these items could be a whole training and or podcast episode in and of itself. Okay. So I'm going to go over each of these items and, you know, maybe I will create a, uh, a training on, on each of these, but this will kind of be an overview and it's probably stuff you've heard before, but sometimes you just need to hear it for the hundredth time for it to sink in. Right. And if the delivery is a little bit different, that might do the trick also. So I'm going to go through these four items. Feel free to take notes if you would like to. And I'm going to have some, some kind of bullet points for each of these four items. And in order to be confident and, you know, or not be afraid or worried, right? Lack of fear is confidence. I don't even know if that's right. I'm just making this shit up as I go. It sounds good though, right? We'll go with it. But yeah, I, I think for me, and I think for most people, you need to like kind of know who you are and what you want and be in alignment with your truth. That's where true confidence comes from. Because when you know, you know, and you don't have to worry about shit, right? So the first way to do that, that's the tapping into your inner greatness piece. Your inner greatness is basically your highest level self. It's who you are at the core when you're at your best. And even when you're not at your best, but you're at least still trying your best. Man, I feel like this was going to be a shit show, but now I'm throwing out all these one-liners, man. I'm kind of, I don't know what's happening. I'm just getting all these downloads. It's crazy. Let's see where this takes us. This is, this has been a fun ride. My audience is laughing if you're on the podcast and you can't hear or you can't see the video. My audience of one. <laughs> Maybe I should put you on. <laughs> so I don't feel like I'm a lunatic laughing at myself. Okay. All right. I digress. Here we go. All right. So number one, the first thing to tap into your inner greatness and create confidence is to learn and develop your emotional regulation. Okay. And these are all things that I've talked about and they help with everything, but this is maybe like the, one of the biggest ones. Well, all four of them are real big, but when you learn how your nervous system regulates. Well, first of all, you have to learn how dysregulated it is. And there are a number of ways to do that and learn about that. But these are the things that you can do. And if you know, you can look for guidance and read up on this and research and your best option is to work with someone who knows what the hell they're talking about, first of all. But your first step to learn and develop your emotional regulation, you want to do these things. You want to start cultivating an awareness practice around your triggers, your emotions, and your current coping strategies. Because when you learn how you cope on autopilot, then you can regain control of, of your emotions and learn how to regulate them. Because most of us are just flying on autopilot right now and we react and our body reacts. We physically, mentally, and emotionally react 
with no awareness. So start to become aware of when you react, how you're feeling, what's triggering those feelings. Also, you know, practice somatic awareness. That's that physical body piece. What happens in your body when you're triggered? Also, allow yourself to emotionally process. We're taught to do the opposite of this. We're taught to not emotionally process. We're taught to stop when we're having big feelings. We're taught to push any feelings away. We're taught to hold back our emotions. And then what happens is we develop these coping strategies that I mentioned before. Uh, We also feel like crap physically and mentally. So starting to allow yourself to actually feel and process those emotions is huge. I actually was on a call today where a client of mine was commenting, you know, I, you know, I had like a panic attack in the middle of the night. I was super anxious and I did something that I never did before and that I just kind of let it happen instead of fighting it. And it resolved way quicker. And I was like, yep, that's the next thing we're working on is allow giving yourself permission to feel those feelings and let them go through your body and that energy that, you know, you're having those feelings for a reason. It's energy that needs to come out. Okay. And then something I do with my clients is we tap into and learn what their strengths are, the things that they're good at. And we turn and we use those as their superpower. Okay. And this can be anything from like, if you're a truly empathetic person to if you love to cook, like cooking relaxes some people, if you're good at cooking, some people have just a knack for writing and they love to write or journal or, you know, whatever. That's kind of like me. Writing allows me to share my ideas and it also allows me to process. Obviously, sometimes speaking does the same thing as I make half this shit up as I go along. It just kind of flows right through me. And so that helps me process it. I talk, if you talk to yourself, I mean, everybody kind of talks to themselves, but some people really talk to themselves. Kids talk to themselves, right? They're processing. It's a totally natural thing to do. So use that as a superpower to help this process and, you know, regulate your, your emotions and start learning more about yourself and how you process, how you feel, give yourself permission to do those things. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, to tap into your inner greatness and create confidence. You want to create flexible discipline for yourself. So discipline is good, but when it's triggering, it's not good. Okay. So I've talked about like breaking up with the word productive. I had to break up with the word productive for a long time because I had so much guilt and shame and trauma around that word. Like I never felt like I was being productive enough. So I had to practice doing nothing. I had to practice instead of using the word productive, I would use other statements. Okay. And so you can still discipline yourself in loving ways. Okay. So I would still get stuff done, but I had to be flexible about it. So I wouldn't re-trigger myself. 
And other ways to have flexible discipline for yourself is to set boundaries. This has been a really like hot topic for a while in my world, just with my clients and the people coming to me and the topics that keep getting brought up, you know, and I've been running some master classes and I'm dropping a program on setting boundaries because burnout is so prevalent right now. And we're not taught how to set boundaries and prioritize our own needs. And so learning how to set boundaries around your body and your time and your energy and your spirit and your emotional availability, learning how to say no is going to change your life. And the flexible part of that comes in when you give yourself permission to say no and not feel guilty about it. Give yourself permission to prioritize your needs. Give yourself permission to feel important and worthy of time and energy instead of dishing it out for everyone else so that you can create and keep a healthy self-care routine for yourself, including you know, getting enough sleep, taking care of your nutrition like you want in a way that works for you, right? And that's healthy for you. Getting that movement in, doing things that expand yourself in a good way and don't overwhelm you getting the rest that you need. We don't do that at all, do we? Many of us don't don't rest like we need to. I so, you know, an example of this today, I wanted to work out and then as the day went on, I got really really tired and I knew I needed to rest. So I gave myself permission to rest because I looked back at last night and I said, "Oh yeah, my daughter crawled into bed with us again for like the fifth night in a row. She's been sick and stuff. So we're just on that roller coaster ride right now where she's just keeps waking up and then coming into bed with us. And whenever she's in bed with us, I don't sleep worth a shit. So, so I know what serves me better today is, is to rest rather than, you know, overstress my body and work out. I'd probably feel good if I did it. Yeah. But I also am listening to my body and my body's like, no, dude, like just chill. You got the whole rest of your life to work out. Like today you need to just rest. And so I know that need, this is another bullet point under this one. I, I recognize that need for myself and I fulfilled it without feeling bad. No shame no self-judgment. So that's the key to doing all of this is to start ditching all of that guilt, all of that shame, all of that self-judgment. You have to be able to spend some time, you know, working on mastering these things so that you feel better when you feel better and more in control then you have, you feel that confidence, right? because you're not so nervous and scared and fearful. Okay, the next one, number three, is to purposely cultivate joy in your life. When you start to engage in things that legitimately bring you joy, that aligns you with your true authentic self. And when you are in alignment you reconnect with your true self and that feels damn good. 
And one way you can do that is, well, here are a few ways. You can do some inner child work around like looking back on what you used to love as a kid and you would just like do it without a thought, right? And go rediscover your old passions. Check those out again. Develop new hobbies to enjoy or go back to some old hobbies that maybe got away from you. You know, once you maybe had kids and life got crazy and insane, go back to some of that stuff. And it could be even as simple as just reading about it, researching about it. Okay. You, there's so much information out there. You could get lost so easily. Don't get lost in it, but just dip your toes back in. It brings you joy. Another great thing is just to take part in creative and spontaneous activities. Okay. Crank the music up and just dance like an idiot. <laughs> like once in a while I do this, like I just, I, I don't know, the song comes on and like, it moves my soul and my soul is like, get up dipshit. We're dancing. Let's do it. <laughs> and you just move and you feel better and you cultivate that joy, you know, and you can do that spontaneous stuff with all kinds of things like art and music and games. Sometimes I'll like hit the record button on like an audio thing and an audio app on my computer. And I like practiced with my daughter. I showed her how to make like a harmony with our voices. I love music. So that was fun to do. And she thought it was totally rad, you know, going back to like games you love or trying new games, sports, connecting with friends, cooking, traveling, if you can even volunteer work, reading sunsets or sunrises. I'm a sunset person, not really sunrise person. Most of you probably know that by now. I'm not a morning person, <laughs> but all of this stuff, exercise, writing, acting, or creating videos like TikTok videos. Are you, are you kidding me? Like there's never ending sources of inspiration on that app. Go out and explore nature, explore anything, take a bubble bath. When was the last time you had a bubble bath? I don't remember the last time I had a bubble bath, probably more recently than most people listening to this, but Go have a freaking bubble bath, man. Why not? Practice something new or practice something just to get better at it. You know, if you have kids, that's a great thing to do with a kid because that shows them how to practice, first of all. And it shows them that nobody's good the first time around. But if you're persistent and you keep going, and you're patient and you just give it a shot, you get better. You got to have a little bit of grit, right? If you get a chance to read that book, who's that by Angela Duckworth or something like that? Grit, good book. Might not be the author. I don't know. That's really off the top of my head. But great book. I think she might have did a speech at like a TED, or a TED talk on that or something too. Look that up. It's good. So what you need to do is cultivate this joy, but you have to create time for it intentionally every single day. All right. Sometimes it's spontaneous, like the spontaneous stuff, but when you're thinking about it, you're intentionally doing it, right? If you have that intention that you're doing it and you're enjoying it, 
that's, that's the key, but make time for something that puts a smile on your face and in your heart every single day. Okay. Number four, this is the last one. And this is the one none of you want to hear probably, (laughs) but it's the inner work. A lot of this stuff is part of the inner work, but some people need to like, how do I say this eloquently? I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a good way to say it other than some people avoid it. Some people avoid the inner work, whether that's therapy, whether that's having a mentor or a coach, whether that's being part of a supportive community or even, you know, journaling, or you can start out reading different books that give you different ideas on how to do the inner work or what you can do to start doing the inner work. There's also either guided or self-guided programs out there to help you get started, depending on what calls to you. I have a therapist and a coach right now. I mean, this is like, I, I practice what I preach. This is, this is the key to this is that, or the reason this is so important, I should say, is that people who are outside of your circle, like, a mentor, a coach, or a therapist, or someone, you know, being part of a community, they can give you feedback from a different perspective. They can give you feedback based on similar, but different experiences or just life experience itself. You know, there's a wealth of knowledge that people can share with you in order to improve your life. The cool thing is if you don't like the information you're getting, you can take it or leave it. But either way, you know, you're learning something, you know, you either win or you learn, right? So it's never going to be a loss. As long as you're working towards coming back home to yourself, that's where that confidence is going to come from. So all of these items, I'll, I'll kind of do a quick recap here. First one, learn and develop your emotional regulation. Number two, create flexible discipline for yourself. Number three, cultivate joy in your life. And number four, do the inner work. They all help you learn the most you can about yourself, about your past, about your needs, about what makes you tick, about what ensures you that you hold yourself accountable when you need it the most. You learn about what it takes to help you feel good so you can operate at your best while also keeping you excited and happy about life. All of that stuff is going to work together to bolster your confidence and empower you to live and operate at your peak performance. But not only that, it it has a ripple effect, right? And it only inspires others to do the same. And that's never bad. So that's all I have. That's my training. That's my spiel on tapping into your inner greatness to create confidence for yourself. Go do it. This is your cheer. (laughs) Okay. Anyone have anything? I will tell you one of the, one of the things that you mentioned is something that I really have a hard time with. And, and it's one of the things that you and I talked about, like when I can't get all the things done of like, 
being okay with just giving myself a break. Mm-hmm. And totally. that sometimes is like really hard to, to do without guilt, like, and being like, why couldn't I get 20 things done? And mm. yeah, I did 18, but <laughs> yeah, we're so quick to look at the shit we didn't do instead of all of the stuff we did do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why one of the most freeing things that I coach people on, and it seems so stupid, simple, but the most freeing thing you can do for yourself is every night before you go to bed, do a a pride practice. Sounds fancy. It's not at all. So you just like think of something that just one simple thing you did during the day that you can feel proud about. And this isn't like, you know, feeding the homeless or building a school and rural Africa or some shit like that. Like it literally could be like, I got out of bed today. Go me. That was my celebration for a long time. Like really like I'm, I made it to work on time. Like you can literally be proud of anything on my, my lovely list. It says, tell yourself one good thing you did today. Yay. You're such a good student. I'm so proud of you. Put it on there. <laughs> if it's on there, then I have to do it. All my all my people that I work with are killing it right now. I had like the most amazing client call this morning. And it was like I was like in tears crying because we've literally only been working together a week. And she's like, You've already completely changed my life. I don't know. She's like, I feel so much better. I can't like I feel like I can breathe again. And I'm like, this is why I do this. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yeah. And sometimes all it takes is someone not even to kick you in the ass, but to just hold you accountable and say, okay, just do this one thing. And then let's see how you feel. And it like the dumbest thing can be completely Mm life-changing. So when I, you know, as I'm going over these four things, people like, I don't say all this stuff on these calls and episodes just because it, whatever. I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's ass here. Like this is the stuff that actually works. You just have to apply it. And if you don't know how to apply it, then you find someone to help you apply it. Right. We, we go to professionals and and service providers for most everything else in life. Right. Like your car gets broke. You take it to a mechanic. They know what the hell they're doing. Right. It's the same thing. You break your arm, you go get it fixed. If you're, you know, unhappy with how things are going in life, if you're not feeling confident, if you're overwhelmed, go figure out, go find somebody to help you figure it out. Okay. Rant over. I'm sorry. Got a little excited there. (laughs) But I will say, you know, a lot of people have to get to a breaking point. And that's when they then take action. Mm -hmm. You know, some, you know, I really urge everybody to be more proactive than that. But the other thing I want everyone listening or watching this to understand is sometimes you don't know how bad you feel until you get help and you start feeling better. And you're like, oh my God, whoa. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this recently happened to me. If if you listen to my podcast episode on starting medication for my anxiety, I was having basically a nonstop panic attack all day, every day, and I had chest tightness all the time. And so I recently in the last few months started medication and like I didn't realize how much the anxiety was draining my battery because I was just living that for so long. I didn't realize it. And so once, you know, the medicine started to do its magic and I started feeling better, I was like, holy shit, I can actually get out of bed and not feel horrible. What? This is so weird, but amazing. But for that to happen, I had to get to the point where I was like, okay, I managed my anxiety on my own, you know, kind of holistically and with all the tools for a really long time. And it it did wonders for a really long time. But after two years of COVID and this horrible winter, it was not, I wasn't in a good place. And so, and I recognized it and I was like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I cannot do this. I I'm going to at least practice what I preach and try this other modality to see if it helps. And it has, there's no harm in like taking a chance on, on giving yourself what you need. Right. That comes full circle back to either when or you learn either works out for you or you learn one thing that doesn't work for you. And then you can try the next thing. All right. I think that's a good ending spot. (laughs) Unless anyone has anything else. Are we good? Yeah. So my last little bit of advice is to use your resources. Let people and opportunities breathe life back into you. So, you know, sometimes it takes someone else to tell you how great you are for you to see it for yourself. And that's okay. Because we're living in busy, crazy lives in a busy, crazy, insane world right now. We're way overstimulated. And it's kind of uh, stealing a lot of, a lot of our uh, identity from us with all of the stuff going on. Yeah. If you want to feel better, if you want to feel confident, if you don't want to feel, if you want to experience that lack of fear, like we said before, try these four things out and let me know how it goes. (laughs) Oh, on that note, I'm going to plug my newest program coming out. Might as well, right? I'm going to be running a four week little program burnout to boundaries mastermind. If you're interested in that, go stock all my stuff in social media or message me and I'll give you the scoop on it. It's going to be a self-paced. You're going to learn, work through the modules on your own, but then I'll have guided support calls through that. So you can apply your new knowledge and get feedback directly from me while you're learning how to set boundaries so you can feel like a human again. And who doesn't want that? Okay, well, thanks for joining me, ladies. We will see you next time. My next call, I think I have a bonus call this month, actually. Yes, on the last day of the month. Is that Tuesday? The, what is it? 
Tuesday the 31st. Yes, I have an extra call. Ooh. Oh, you're going to like this one. The secret that's holding you back from getting what you want. That's going to be fire. I feel like you needed horror music right there. Like the <laughs> I'll ask my editor to put some sound effects in there. I, th- I think you need that. That'd be pretty <laughs> rad. Yeah. Okay. So that will be my next training. And then after only the, only the insiders get that first. And then it comes out on my podcast later. So you guys are lucky. Mm. You get to change the world first with that information. Right. You get to manipulate everybody into getting what you want before they know how to do it and know what you're doing. <laughs> be there, be square. And then I'll have my intro to mindset call uh, June 6th. Holy crud, June is coming up. That's what I said about May. Holy moly. Yep. So there we go. All right. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully we'll see you ladies on that extra call on Tuesday, the 31st. That one's early too. That's at 7.30 Eastern. If anyone's keeping track. (laughs) Day after Memorial Day. We're going to rock that one out. Okay. Thank you. Have a wonderful week. And hit me up if you need anything. I'd be happy to help the best well thanks i try (laughs) so are you (laughs) all right bye thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of shed the shame if you liked what you heard today i'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and please Share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. I greatly, greatly appreciate your love and support.